This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. At WPMagicJourneys.com, tell me you heard this ad at This After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so Hakuna Matata, because you will. Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host as usual, Amanda, and I'm joined by some of my all-time favourite people today, the loves of my life. So we have Luke. That's me, Lomble. I feel like we haven't been on a podcast together in a long time. I know, it's been forever. It's because I'm working. But, you know, Like, I'm I don't back. think that we've been together since I made my return. Ooh, that's too long. I know, it has been a very long time. I've missed you. Missed you too. I mean, we talk, like, every day anyway. Yeah, what is? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we also have Craig. Good evening, my princess. And I have seen you. I've seen you in real life last week. Yes, in a car park. <laughs> we did up for a dodgy deal in a car park. Very dodgy indeed. <laughs> he was the one in the panda suit. Yeah, probably. That's where he went afterwards. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And we'll have Nick on a little bit later. He'll probably make like a random surprise like he usually does. But we have a super special guest today who's going to come to talk to us about a real cool topic. And that is Brian. Hey, how you doing? We're very excited to have you. Thank you. I'm very excited to be on today. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to start how we usually start every week with what we're drinking. And I'm going to go back in the same order. So Luke, what are you drinking today? Ooh, a nice bottle of Kirkland water. I thought you were going to say Baja Blast. Ooh, I wish, but not until summer. Me and Ash have been, like, Ash hasn't had it before. And I've been telling her about how good it is. And I'm like, girl, you just wait because it's so freaking good. Uh-huh, like we have a taco bell in <laughs> Liverpool, which I discovered a few days ago. On Bold Street. On Did Bold Street. We d- I told don't you like two years do. ago, girl. Well, sometimes well. I listen, sometimes I don't. But <laughs> I discovered it for myself. I don't think that we have Baja Blast in the UK, though. Mm. But I mean, is it a seasonal thing? Uh, it's seasonal when they sell it, but at Taco Bell, it's always there. All right, okay. Well, I didn't even go and check because I thought that it was just a summer thing. So next time I'm in Liverpool, I'm 100% going to go and check it out so I can report back to everybody in the UK. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, Craig, what are you drinking? I am drinking, well, I've been on the beer all afternoon, watching Liverpool draw nil-nil with Manchester United. Oh, yeah. So I'm on the Stella Artois. Oh. Wait, do they sell do they sell that in um in the King's Cross thing as well? King's Cross thing? Yeah, you know when you're <laughs> going to get the Hogwarts Express and there's oh, a little yeah. shop in King's Cross, so they sell Stella in there as well. Yeah, because I give Kerry a black eye last time I was on the flip <laughs> from that scene. Because on last week's episode I was like, ah, I'm drinking Foster's today because it reminds me of King's Cross Station and I was like, What? <laughs> I'll take you the real King's Cross girl in the summer, don't you worry. Oh, thanks. I did go a couple of years ago um, when I went out for the evening with our good friend James Michael Ruddy. So I made a stop at King's Cross Station and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Because I never go to London ever because I feel like it's too busy. It's very busy in London. Very, it's- very but we'll be all right, because we'll be eating in vegan chicken shops and that, that Nick knows. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, guest of honour, Brian, what are you drinking today? I'm just drinking a Dr Pepper right now. Oh, I love Dr Pepper. Real American Dr Pepper. Real American. <laughs> One time, I was in a really bad mood at the Hard Rock in Orlando, I remember Luke. <laughs> Uh, and all that I wanted oh, was Dr. Yeah. Pepper. <laughs> and I was in <laughs> such, such a bad mood. And literally, anytime anyone would look at me, I was like, oh my God, stop looking at me. I'm so angry. <laughs> and then the lady came over and I was like, please, I just really need Dr. Pepper. And no one's had Dr. Pepper all day. And she's like, I'll bring you all the Dr. Pepper you want. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Instant happiness. <laughs> but I love Dr. Pepper. I am not drinking tonight. I think this is the first podcast episode that I've ever not been drinking alcohol on i'm not feeling too good still i was a little bit sick last week so i'm getting over it now i am just drinking a can of coke (sighs) and now i'm getting pretty boring but also i don't want to be drunk while i hear all about these tours because that's what the episode's about the tours that you can do of the rides at universal and i don't know an awful lot about these so i'm very very interested to hear what Brian has to say about them because he has done them. Yeah, the first one I took was the Men in Black tour. Okay, so I've done I've done the Men in Black one, but that's the only one that I've done. Okay. So um, but every time so I've only done it one time. Every other time that I've tried to do it and every time that I've tried to do any of the others that I know about, they're like, oh no, I'm too busy, sorry, can't do it. So the mummy also gives you one too. They call it the production tour. Have you you have done that one? You're saying, correct? I haven't done that one. I have seen a YouTube video on, and that's the one that I'm the most interested about because it looks so good. Yeah, what they do, they take you. Well, what used to be the the ascended queue. You walk around. They show you props from the movie, like green screens and screenshots they've taken. Of course, <laughs> they had a couple of props they've used. But the coolest thing about that one, at the end, they actually take you under the ride. And you're, they're sitting there talking to you, and you see the roller coaster zip past your head. What? That sounds darkness. So yeah. So how long is the Mummy's production tour? I want to say it took a good two or three minutes because it was I maybe mean, it was a good walk around and talks. It might maybe even actually like about five minutes, depending on how knowledgeable the crew member is of all the sets and they've they've done it long enough. Okay, so it's not going to take up too much of your day then. And realistically, no, no. if you're hitting the right TMs, you could probably get a lot of these tours done in a day. 
Oh, definitely. For sure. So in the video of the mummy one that I watched, and we spoke about this a little bit on a previous episode because it blew mine and Nick's minds. We were like, oh, my God, that's so cool. There's a part of that tour where you can see the track of Confrontation. I believe so, but when you're on the track, it's dark, and, of course, they want you to do the lights because it might interfere with the ride. So you can't really tell where you're at. You just know you're under the track and you hear it zooming by you. Awesome, awesome. So how many times have you done the Mummy one? I've done the Mummy one once. I've done the Men in Black one several times. Um, Jimmy Fallon I've done twice. Okay, so I didn't know at all that they had a Jimmy Fallon one until you told me a few weeks ago, because this isn't something that they really advertise, is it? No, but actually, I I had heard it on your podcast about a year ago, and that's why I figured it out when I tried it. So what do you have to do to do the Jimmy Fallon one? When you're done with the ride and you're dropping off your 3D glasses, ask them for the production tour. They'll get a cast member up there. You'll wait in that little... Three little Nitro hosts, like you say, the props and all. They just put everything in there. Eventually, when you're done with all the different sets, you go upstairs to the third floor. And it looks like you're going to a little break room. They, they point out you know, a really nice little view of the Central Park area. They'll take a picture of you and your family. Then they actually let you go outside, and you find out you're on a balcony that has a, a marker. It's the exact center of uh, the park of uh, Universal. Oh, really? Yeah. And the cool thing about it, too, the balcony is right there by the Rip Ride Rocket, too. That, so is that where um, people watch the Mardi Gras concerts from? Like, high up yeah, in Universal? Yeah, it's right there on the side of the NBC building. So, yes, you could see that the Mardi Gras parade thing right there, too. You could. That's cool. So they let you hang out on that balcony for a little bit? They did, and they took another... Uh, photo of the whole family and all too that's really cool so you have to experience the attraction first mm-hmm. and then ask okay so when yeah. i did the men in black one we asked the tm at the front and they were like okay come and find one of the tms when you're getting off of the ride and then they're going to loop you back through and then you'll go in that way so we again had to do the attraction first but do you have to do that with the mummy as well yes it's easy that because i mean really with jimmy Jimmy Fallon, there's not really many people downstairs. They're all upstairs, little queues and telling people in the right direction. So that one I always say recommend after you do the ride, definitely. Okay, okay, cool. Luke, have you done any of the ride tours? Mm, I think I did the, the Men in Black immigration tour, but that is it. I really enjoyed the immigration tour. Like, I thought it was such a cool thing. And I feel like... At least when you're staying on site, they should give you a little pack of, like, secret things that you can do that not mm-hmm. everybody might know. Because, honestly, the amount of people that I've told about the immigration tour that, like, didn't even know that was a thing. And even, like, me as a person who records a podcast about Universal every week, like, I don't know an awful lot about them because it's just, there's no information about it anywhere. So I feel like... That would be a cool thing for Universal to do is be like, okay, you're staying on site with us. Here's a few like little secret things to know. Or even annual pass holders. Like including it yeah. in the little mailers that you get sent. I don't get mailers because I'm in the UK, but they send me loads of emails. They could include it in something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and they could have a show like the Disney has with Stacy. 
<laughs> must do <laughs> <I just> universal <laughs> exactly exactly that would be really fun so is there any other tours that you can do uh, yes, there is. And actually, I was thinking about Jimmy Fallon, too. Before you leave, they actually show you the control booth of the rides, too. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, like, two of them. You see, and it looks just like, to me, every time you see a movie, somebody's, like, producing a TV show behind the sets, it looks just like that. That's so cool. Was the one that you could do for Twister? Because I feel like I remember seeing somebody posting things about being in the control room for Twister. That sounds familiar. Yeah, like, I feel like that was maybe a thing. I think the Twister one was a thing, yeah, definitely. Because uh, I know you, UOP, uh, have done the Twister one. And they were taken up to the control room. And they used to have a map up there with pins of all the people who'd been on the tour on the world. So if you said, oh, yeah, I'm from Liverpool, England, they'd put a pin in Liverpool, England, so on and so forth. That's uh... cute. Because you can write in the Men in Black one... If you go over to the little desk, you can write your name in the, the little paperwork that they have on the desks. Yep. So it's fun to flick through that and see, like, where people have come from or, like, how they found out about it. So I really enjoyed that. So what other tours are there then, Brian? Um, I actually found out that the Fast and Furious does a tour, too, called the Nas Tour. That oh, wow. The, yeah. And that one, same thing, asked at the end. They got a crew member down there. Basically, it just shows you everything and every little detail about that extended queue. And they also have you sign a guest book on that one as well. Well, the cool thing about that one, I want to say in the very beginning, there you can find this little bobblehead of Beetlejuice that's there. Uh-huh. And then that cake right next to it is all these uh, license plates, like the one on the back of the DeLorean, the Out of Time. That's awesome. I want to say also the lockers, you see all the... That's Fierce character's name on there. There's a leather jacket they took some T2 attraction on there as well. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really cool. Do they have any, like, hidden earthquake things in there that we might not see when we're going through the queue? I'd rather be on a lot of, like, the hit- other hidden rides. And I don't remember earthquake on top of my head or not. But I remember definitely Back to the Future, Terminator. Those are the two I remember from there. Oh, I do... Yeah, the, I remember the, like, the keys and the, the car notes, too, from Spooky the Bandit, Back to the Future, and a bunch of movies, too. I feel like I've seen some of the, the key things when we were yeah, waiting in line. Mm-hmm. But that's really cool, because a lot of the time when you're walking through the queue, you know, you're, you're just trying to get through it as quick as you can, especially if there's no wait, you're just running through there to get onto the rides as quick as you can. So you'll miss a lot of the things like that. Like, I haven't seen... The little Beetlejuice bobbleheads in person. I've only seen pictures of it. So that's something. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of the Fast and Furious ride, but I feel like doing the tour. I'm not yeah. going to get next about it, but I feel like doing the tour would be something that I'd be interested in doing for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend the ride, but the tour is cool. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't done it before, try it. Yeah. I did it one time. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was fine. That was fine. Any other ones that you can do? Um, the only other one I've done in Islands of Adventure, I actually found out there was one in Kong as well. Oh, what? I didn't even Ooh. know they had any at Islands of Adventure. Yeah, they said that one time there might have been one for Hulk and Spider-Man, but I just went ahead and asked. And oh. sure enough, the, the um, cast member took me around the queue. The first thing they do, you walk past this radio, which they call NBC, of course, because that's you know, who owns Universal now. There's a 
old rope that's uh, spooled up there. They said was from the Jaws ride. Wow. Of course, they went in and they pointed out the skulls, and it's like 800-something in there. Um, they pointed out when you go past the that witch mannequin, all the arches, the mouths yeah. are shaped like Jaws. <gasps> that's Ooh. cool. And teeth and all. Um, what else did they do? I remember them showing you, we get to look at the bins of all the professor's equipment, and then there's a uh, Empire State Building, a little figurine in there. Oh, really? The animated, oh, yes. There's an animated grub in there that they named after one of their cast members. I think they said it was named Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cute. And at the end of the uh, queue itself, you see that like illustrated map. Apparently, that's actually a map of uh, Islands of Adventure drawn out that way. What? Yeah. That like the Skull Island map? Yes, yes. It's Oh, that's it's, awesome. Like a scout. Yeah. I wouldn't notice unless the cast member p- pointed it out. Yeah, because I've looked at that map before. And then I want to say, when you're actually getting on the ride, the last row in the bottom right corner... They chiseled in a Kong face on the board that you wouldn't even notice because it's hidden back there. Mm. I love hearing things like this. I think when you go to the park so much, I think it's it's such a cool thing to hear things that you that you haven't heard of or you didn't know was there before. So I think that's super interesting. Is there any more in Islands of Adventure that you know of? Not that I know of, but um, I'm definitely going to go back there and see if I can find some more. 100%. I feel like a good thing to do is to ask at every single attraction, like, hey, do you do exactly. a tour of this? Because I never in a million years thought that there'd be one at Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. So that's definitely something that I'm interested in. Luke, we're going to have to send you to go in and see if we can get videos of these tours. Yeah, I'm going to ask everybody. I'm going to annoy everyone <laughs> until I get in. Let's talk on the other two. Do they allow you to take pictures and videos freely on the t- on the tours? Uh, yeah, well, the only one, the mummy, underneath the tracks you can't. But all the other ones, pictures and video all day. So cool. So cool. Luke, 100%, that's your homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go and have fun. Thanks. I'll try. 100%. Okay, <laughs> guys, do you have anything else that you want to ask Brian about the tours? No. I feel like I feel like I had a question earlier and I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> Always handy. Always handy in this situation. Nick, have you ever oh. done any of the tours? Uh, not at Universal, no. Actually, not in any of the Orlando parks. Honestly, it, it is just such a hidden gem. So all these tours are currently currently free. Yes. Yes, they are. So Disney are capitalizing on the virtual park, the add-ons, the upscaling for events that are already going on. Would you be happy to pay, say, $40 for all the tours to be included and be given a time slot that you could go and visit? Hmm. I feel like I would, honestly. Uh, if because that would, I mean, I've tried to do the Men in Black tour several times, and every time they've been too busy. Um, I find that hard to believe. When's that attraction ever that busy? Honestly, Men- that's the whole point of it. But they say that's. So, I knew about the Mummy one, but I haven't done the Mummy one because whenever I've asked, they've been like, "No, we can't." 
sorry, today, too busy, not enough TMs to do it for you. And I'm like, mm, okay, but I just walked onto this ride in two seconds, so <laughs> okay then. And Luke, I know that you've asked before about the mummy. And they said, no. yeah, 100%. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> you have. What? I'm so sure that you have asked about the mommy tour. Right, I know what you guys are both doing wrong. What? You're clearly not asking to do the tour whilst we're wearing your limited edition Universal After Dark t-shirts. <laughs> That's oh, where you've gone wrong. <laughs> oh my God. Buy such a t-shirt. <laughs> well, well, an advert will be coming on later in the show. Um, but no, I mean, I, I mean, I think Craig's right in a way that they're kind of missing a trick. I mean, why do they not do behind the movies? And you know, maybe add on a few more, um, you know, attractions to do as well as the ones that we already know about. But I mean, people are crazy for seeing how things work or the backstage. I mean, Jesus, Amanda, what would you give to be able to walk around the E.T. attraction? My entire soul, honestly. There you go. Your left foot. <laughs> I'd give <laughs> Like, I would pay good money to do an E.T. one. Like, I'd pay an awful lot more than $40. And I think it was maybe on our April trip. My friend Steve was with us and he was like do you know that the E.T. at the front of the bike doesn't have a face? And I was like, shut up, Steve. Yes, it does. And he was like, no, it doesn't. It's literally just like a hood with no face. And I was like, you're lying. So I asked one of the TMs and he was like, oh, no, can't talk about that. And I'm like, I'll just look. Like, I'll just pop my head around and I'll just look at it. Oh. And it did have a face. Oh. So Steve oh. lied. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I'm calling you on Steve. Yes, Steve. But <laughs> I would just love to know all of the little hidden secrets of the ET ride. Like when Luke, remember how heartbroken I was when we had to be evac'd from ET and it was in the last scene. Yeah, didn't it? No, we made it past it though, right? Oh, yeah, we like we had made it past where ET says your name. Like we were in between that and the unload area. And they're like, okay, we're going to have to evac everybody. And I was like, for <laughs> God's sake, can you just walk me backwards around it? Yeah. I was so angry. So, say they, they give you six rides. You got a ride through on it. And halfway through the day, you got a dessert party. Or at the end of it, you got a dessert party. Or just a meal thrown in. But you were given a, a, tour, a tour time or a tour guide. That would be a really nice little day, wouldn't it? Or a, a nice afternoon. Honestly, yeah. Because when I think about how much we paid for the Unmask and the Horror Tour at Halloween Horror Nights, I think it was maybe about $120. So it was between 100 and $120 per person. That's and 110 I think... Amanda. Correct. <laughs> so thanks for the maths. Um we did six houses there and that was like an all day thing and I imagine that there's going to be an awful lot more things that you can show me in a ride than what you could show me in a house. So I'm not saying I'd pay $100 plus for one of these tours and I'm not super interested in having something like a dessert party or like them giving me a meal along with it as well just because I'm funny with what I eat at the parks but I would definitely pay for to have the convenience of being able to do it all in a day and have nobody say to me, no, we're not doing it today, or I don't know what you're talking about. 
Look, let's be <clears throat> let's be perfectly honest. We've talked about this on the show before, and that is that at this current stage, with the two parks that we've got at the moment, Universal can really be done during like relatively quiet time in three days. Absolutely, 100%. absolutely maxed out. I mean, you could probably do it in two, but. Let's give it three days. Now, if they want to keep people on property for longer, which they obviously want to, that's the perfect way of doing it. Because let's say you go, right, day one, we're going to do Universal. Day two, we're going to do Islands of Adventure and a bit more of Universal. And then day three, we'll do Islands of Adventure, but we've got this tour booked. You're going to have to come back for a fourth day. So, yeah, you know, it's just it's just extending that experience. And I, you know, I I do understand that it may not be everybody's cup of tea, but then that's why you don't want it to be everyone's cup of tea because then you'd never be able to get on the bloody tour in the first place. But it just gives you that extra something that they haven't got at the moment. That's it, exactly. And it'll be somebody's cup of tea. It's definitely my cup of tea. I do like a nice cup of tea. There is, <laughs> I do like a cup of tea. There is a, there's definitely an audience for it. Um, I mean, you've got four people on here, five people on here right now that would would all sign up to do it. So, Oh, imagine uh, an afternoon tea in the uh, <laughs> Universal Monsters Cafe. Oh, that would be nice, that. Yorkshire tea and finger rolls. <laughs> with, with the greatest respect... Americans don't really do tea like we do tea. Oh, don't start me on tea. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brian, as someone who's done all these tours for free, would you be down for paying if they made a day out of it? Yeah, I probably would, because, I mean, I always pay for the tour for Halloween Horror Nights, too. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, I feel like if I could do any any tours of any of the rides it would 100% be E.T. I'd really like to see Spider-Man I'd really like to see the Kong one now that I know that's a thing like I'm super interested in doing that one so when you're doing Kong is it just the queue that you're going through yeah it's just the extended queue right okay interesting I'd still like to do it I liked it more if they were going to, like, even if they did, like, an hour after the park closed one night where you could walk along, like, the ride track. 100% would be down for that. Like, I'd pay a lot of money to do that. Just drinking tea? I'd take a cup of tea with me. Oh, yeah. Or beer, undecided. I mean, if they were going to include beer in it, like, I'd pay an awful lot more. Oh, beer tea. Party tour time. But I'd just love to do anything like that. I think I'd really like to do Jurassic Park River Adventure. Like, I know, obviously, I'm not going to be able to walk through the river bit of it, but I could walk alongside the service <gasps> bits down the sides. Jesus like a could. floating river tube tour. <laughs> <laughs> Danger. <laughs> you could go through overnight and just straighten the dinosaurs' necks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. But I think that this is something that could be a big thing in the future if they decided to do it. So, Craig, if you could do yes. a tour of any of the rides or any of the attractions, what would it be? Uh, I would love to go into... I love the concept of the Simpsons ride, 
but I hate the Simpsons ride. <laughs> so I would love to see the workings of the Simpsons ride and all the in-jokes explained to me because I've got, I'm one of the worst pop culture type people. Um, so I would love somebody to stand there and go, oh, that's that reference. And I go, <laughs> oh, okay. And again, the same with Jimmy Fallon because Jimmy Fallon is my favourite ride at Universal now. Really. Okay. So I would love to do that tour. Um, I would adore the opportunity to do Men in Black because um, it's just, I've tried three times and every time I've had the curtain of doom <laughs> slid in my face. <laughs> um, they're always too busy. And then I get the feeling they could do something with, so, like Luke did at Bush Gardens, could you imagine going up uh, Rip Ride Rocky? Yeah. Oh, my God, that would be amazing. I don't know how they could pull it off because it's vertical. <laughs> but if they could, if you could be strapped in or hooked in or something and climb, just that we, we go to, in Scotland, we go to a little um, wooden theme park where you climb up a telephone pole and then jump off it. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> oh, Scots know how to party. <laughs> you, it, it's like a controlled bungee. Um, it, it, oh, I don't know okay. How, it's like a, you, you're hooked on. You've got a harness and everything like that. Wait, is but it you, like a zip wire or just a straight jump? Straight jump. It's terrifying. Oh jeez! But it controls your your descent. It's all weights. Uh, it's a cable. You're attached to a cable, and as you're dropping. Uh, it slows you down as you hit the ground before you hit the ground. So it's really well done. This is, and I'm not, this saying... is not. This is right. This is not an attraction, right? Because I work for a company where wow. that is somebody's job, right? So basically, what they're doing is they're, they're tricking you into thinking, "Oh yeah, come and do this fun attraction." You're just doing someone's job. I've I've got film footage out there somewhere of me doing it. Some people like me land and fall on the head or whatever. Huh? But me, my brother-in-law Phil, he comes down like Batman, and then wow. he's he's like flicks his hair and he's like James Bond. But I'm not saying for a minute do that at Rip Ride Rocket. But the, the possibilities are there for you to be safely hooked on and climb up a ladder. So and they actually have... to... oh, go, go ahead. No, no, go. Oh, I was going to say, they actually have an elevator on the side. I've seen it. Oh. It goes, like, up the uh, the backside of it. So like that, that could be something. You know, I um, would do it. I would pay. 100%. Oh, I'd love to do The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be insanely cool. I'd feel oh. like I was in... Um, oh, what's that film called that I always talk about? And the Hulk's in it. The Hulk? Um, the Avengers. <laughs> no. <laughs> The Hulk no. 2? Oh, the Hulk, yeah. Uh, the house... The, the house Hulk's, on Haunted the, Hill. Yeah. <laughs> the Hulk's in there. In my head, it's just Haunted Hill, house looping. I'm like, it's not that, Amanda. Yeah. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, house on Haunted Hill. Like, I would feel like I was in that. If I could do the Incredible Hulk. So, I'd But what you're that. saying, Craig, is that you want to bungee off of Rip Ride Rocket. Not necessarily. I'm just saying that the harnesses are in place. Amanda, he definitely, he definitely won't be saying that because I couldn't even get him on the ride last trip. Exactly. <laughs> like I feel like Rip Ride Rocket is enough without adding a bungee to it. The, the thing with Universal is you could basically have a backside tour of all the rides on both parks 
and you would have an exceptionally good day out. The Harry Potters on both sides, amazing. To see how the train, the internal workings of the train, amazing. Because, I mean, I work on the railway, and that is not a train. That's horrific. What? It just, <laughs> it's, it's not a train. It's not a train? What? I'm spoiling the magic. I'm spoiling the magic. just burns my head out. I'm like, that, that couldn't happen. That's, <laughs> that's propelling. Don't propel a train. <laughs> Oh, wow. it just winds me up. But okay. anyway, but yeah, I, I would do it in a heartbeat. And I, I would pay, if I could have all the rides in both parks, I'd be paying $120, $150 for that. Okay. So, Luke, if you could do a tour of any of the rides, what would it be? That's a tough one. I would want, like, a package during Horror Nights where I could oh. do a ride in the day and then the houses like the next day or at night or something, see how the houses work. All right, so you want to double scenes. like an unmasking and a behind the scenes tour? Yeah. Or or not like an unmasking, but I would I do want to do that. But like you go behind the scenes during like a live house. You know what oh. I mean? Oh, that would be cool. Wouldn't that, that would be, be yeah. amazing? That would be very I was thinking really that. Cool. And then a ride prop oh. I don't know. Oh. I rock it, yeah, rock it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that'd be the coolest one. And Maybe go you up, could you... go up rocket oh. together and then jump yeah. off it. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. No, danger. Okay, <laughs> Nick, if you could do any, what would it be? Well, first of all, I just want to ask Brian, have you ever heard anyone say that Jimmy Fallon was their favourite attraction? Uh, yes, it's actually my favourite as well. But, uh... <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to say that, you know, Craig obviously jumping off a telephone pole and hitting his head on the floor <laughs> might explain something, but Brian yeah. explains everything. Um, like, I really love it. It's not my the, favourite because it is, but I do love Jimmy Fallon. The older I get, the more sensitive I get, the more <laughs> uh, 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 something can knock me sick for the day. So the Hulk, if you go on the sit in the wrong seat on the Hulk, that's you for the day. Um, Riff Ride Rocket, that's you for the day. Ha- headache, um, bad back, everything. Jimmy Fallon is just good, clean, family fun. You know you've been on a ride. The kids are howling next to you. It's what it's all about. Hats off to Jimmy. <laughs> so, okay. if I could do any behind the scenes, um, I think I would probably have to go for one of the the Harry Potter attractions. And I suppose we'll count mm-hmm. we'll count the new one in there as well because obviously. That's not that far away from opening, but um, and the thing is, like that is something they could probably just sell as a package in its own right, because people are such yes. Potterheads that they would, you know, they Universal could say hundred dollars and you get to see behind the scenes of these three attractions, and people would lap that up. Um, but I think the you know taking that aside, I mean that's that's a that's a thing because I love, I love the films and stuff as well, but I think if it was just any attraction and just seeing how it worked. I don't know, maybe just Spider-Man or the Mummy. Good choices, good choices. Okay, Brian, so other than the ones that you've already done, if you could have a tour of any of the rides, what would it be? I'd have to agree with the last one, yeah, Harry Potter, because it's so, so, so detailed. Every time you go there, you know there's something new. 100%. I'd love to go through Forbidden Journey. 
Yeah, definitely. 100%. Okay, so Nick just touched a little bit there on the new podcaster. So we had an announcement this past Thursday with an opening date and a name for the new podcaster. And this is a very long name. A very, very long name. So the official name of the new Harry Potter coaster is going to be Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. What do we even shorten that to? Hags. <laughs> going to ride Hags, bye! It's definitely going to be Hagrid. Like Everyone will just refer to it as Hagrid's coaster. Um, yeah. I really, I really don't get this continued obsession of just giving rides ridiculously long names no because they always get shortened down anyway it's a bit like i mean i know it's not quite the same but the ratatouille ride in disneyland paris is called like remy's kitchen calamity or something i oh. see it that's the, the full title but i mean that's no one... that's not crazy long but i still wouldn't want to call it all of that yeah but that's that's the thing all right that's not long but it's just complicated so everyone just calls it the ratatouille ride that's that's <laughs> You know, I mean, you can't call when you've got multiples of things. You can't call it the Harry Potter ride because, well, which one do you mean? But you know, it's it's quite easy. One's Hogwarts, one's a bank, and now one's going to be set on some kind of motorbikes. Well, I feel like I just don't really want to be saying, "Hey, let's go and ride Hagrid." <laughs> like, I'm gonna have to make my own name for it instead. Big H. I will say this I was surprised by the ride vehicles and I know we've not officially seen the ride vehicles but I'm talking about from, from the concept from part. the artwork Yeah. so I mean I was up in the Highlands of Scotland so this sort of passed me by so give me a quick rundown of what this is okay so the ride vehicles basically is Hagrid's motorbike and the sidecar so in each little cart, there's two seats, and one seat is the bike, and one seat is the sidecar. Oh my goodness! So it's a roller coaster mm-hmm. with two people. Is it like ET, where you've got six people on six bikes, or is it literally a bike and a sidecar? No, there's a chain. There is a chain, mm-hmm. and oh, also, yeah, and also the the front. So the the bike that's right at the front is going to have a Hagrid on it, but he's going to be wearing a cloak, and he's actually not going to have a face. <laughs> just, just starting that rumour right now. Amazing. <laughs> but it looks very, very your... interesting. Will Hagrid say your name at the end? Goodbye, Hermione. Yes. Goodbye, <laughs> Goodbye Mango. Yeah, okay. 100%. So the opening date for this is going to be June 13th. Does, so, he go, does he go to another planet? Yeah. <laughs> the magical creature planet. Is there a three-boobed Hagrid in this? It's a crossover with E.T., basically, okay. Is that what you want to hear? Like, you're going to end up in the E.T. show building. And Pooh. Yeah. That's what the magical creatures are. You come that out, would be pretty magical. You come out, you come out of the Hagrid attack, attraction into the E.T. gift shop. That would be the absolute <laughs> ultimate mind death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited about this ride and the part that I'm the most excited about because I freaking love 30 and Notland Towers. Like, that's one of my all-time favourite roller coasters. The drop track 
part of the ride. So it's going to be similar to 13, where you're going to go into a building and then the track's going to drop. I'm so excited about that. Oh, is what? it pure roller coaster? No, it's, is a, there no... it's a roller coaster. So there's no um, scenes, show scenes, animatronic show scenes. That there we, is show we... scenes and there is animatronics. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Are there any loops? I hope not. not no, no upside downies. No upside downs. <laughs> no, but there is a whole bunch of different launches, and apparently this is going to be the most themed attraction at Universal. Ooh. And what's the date have we got? I've just said it. Oh, have you? Sorry. <laughs> the 13th of June. Oh, so I'm going on it in August. <laughs> 100%. And look, you have to go for opening day. For ju- well, maybe, <laughs> maybe not opening day. Yeah. No, no. But, yeah. but, but I'll be there. You need, to go, <laughs> yeah. you need to go two days before and camp out. And yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thanks <laughs> for being on the podcast. I need more butter beer. <laughs> we, don't, we don't mean camp out like I camp out. We mean actually, you know, get a tent and a sleeping bag and actually camp out. Of course, of course. I'll build a fire too. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm super, super excited. So apparently we're going to get more details of this in the next few weeks. I can't wait to see what the actual ride vehicle looks like. I can't wait to see the animatronics that we're going to have because apparently we are going to have a Hagrid animatronic in there and then we're going to have some of the little creatures too. See, the problem is, Amanda, right, and Luke and Brian, this is going to be nothing to you either, but Craig, this will probably resonate with you. Um, I just imagine a Hagrid animatronic to be like Wurzel Gummidge at the Harvester. Oh. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, it's going to be very hard. I think when you get, um, a, a, like, a real, a, a character based on a real-life actor, it's very hard to get the look it's going to be another screen-based attraction, isn't it? No. <laughs> is there going to be a giant Hagrid at the end, like in Kong? Maybe. Hagrid's massive head. Just blinks at you. They're just they're taking that, they're taking the, the head out of Kong, put it in the new attraction, just put put a wig over it again. Craig, Amanda, Luke, <laughs> Brian, Nick. Who knows? I hope mm. not. I mean, I'm, no. I'm really excited. Terrifying. I'm really excited Universal don't do animatronics well. Uh, I feel like they do. I feel like you're wrong. Uh, okay, E.T. has E.T.'s um, policeman is not an animatronic. It's just a mannequin <laughs> holding a tomato or right. an <laughs> But the actual E.T. animatronic is beautiful. The Kong animatronic blows me away. The old mm-hmm. Kong animatronic used to blow me away. Well, and of course you've got the the witch doctor. Yeah, the sh- like, shaman in she in is Kong fantastic. Q. And also, Craig, while while you're right, Craig, while I will say that I, I to an extent I, I agree with you, can I just remind you the last animatronic we saw in a Disney park was Trump. Was he? Yeah. Tron. Trump. Oh, I Trump. thought you said Tron. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, no, he's a Trump. Like, Donald Trump. How yeah, long can you... I wait for? 
Yeah, but he looks all right, you know, from a distance. From a distance. I don't want it to look all right from a distance. I want to look all right close up and personal and all the ones at Universal do. <laughs> so say you walk out into the, the gift shop, Amanda, and mm-hmm. they're selling Hagrid heads. Would you buy one? No. Uh, ew, <laughs> that you could wear? Like, <laughs> that you could wear, 100% yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> and big, massive feet. So yeah, that you make you give you stilts, stilts, yeah, <laughs> like not, Hagrid not pants. <laughs> no, got my Imagine. Hagrid pants. They're like twelve <laughs> sizes too big <laughs> in, the length, in the length and the waist. Could you imagine Amanda with her little body and all that? <laughs> I think Amanda's hey. the only person that could try on the tight pants in the Jimmy uh, Fallon shop and then fit her like normal trousers. <laughs> Probably. Could you take these in a bit? <laughs> Never mind doing myself a gross machine. <laughs> Brian, do you um, have you seen anything uh, different about this Hagrid ride that, than what we've already mentioned? Uh, no, just, uh, just, you know, just that backwards drop, like, like Amanda mentioned. That's the only thing I've seen that was different. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are, are you a, a Potter fan? Are you like a dress up wizard type guy. Um, I like Potter. My niece, who I take to the park all the time, she's huge into the book, so I'll be there taking her to see it. So she's the huge fan. That's good. We had I had a lovely afternoon with our Eve. We bought an interactive wand, and she had like four year old kids showing her how to do the the tricks because she was hopeless. <laughs> but it, it was a nice way to spend an afternoon. I love the interactive ones. Like I say, it just puts another level on the park, doesn't it? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I love watching other people do it as well. Super cool. That's one of my favourite things to do in the Wizarding World. So what's going on at Jurassic Park, guys? Well, dinosaurs are taking over. Yes, my <laughs> favourite area of the park's being demolished. Yeah, but there was nothing there. That's why I liked it. <laughs> Well, you can go yeah. and stand. You can go and stand the benches wherever you, at the Albert Dock, love. No, I like oh. being able to look at the Hulk. Well, I can while paint I'm myself green whenever you want. <laughs> okay, perfect. You're on. But yeah, basically they've demolished that whole area. Right. They've taken out all of the the landscaping, and. There's an awful lot of walls around the Jurassic Park area right now in preparation for the Jurassic World coaster, which is as of yet unannounced. Now, is this right on the lagoon that they've ripped out? Yeah. So is it going to go out into the lagoon? It does look like a lot of space after ripping out. Um, it, It's not only going to fill that space, so it's going to be where the old Triceratops encounter was as well like it's going to take up an awful lot of space actually i think that i posted the pictures of it in our group after the last episode because we did talk about it in quite a bit more detail in the last episode um but if not i'll repost them but it is going to take up an awful lot of space do you think that that area will come back because i know like once they put in the the post for like the roller coasters they can build stuff around it right (laughs) <laughs> it's wishful thinking yeah is that one of your little sleeping areas Luke? <laughs> it could be <laughs> no, now monsters, we'll never Ca- know. monsters cafe is the 
the bomb for taking naps. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's very dark in there. But me and Luke love hanging out in this little area. I feel like all that ever happens is we find somewhere that we really like and then they take it away from us. Yep. So now I'm going to say that I really... You know what I really like, Luke? The Nothing. The Kids Zone. <laughs> like, yeah. I freaking love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that place. I love animal actors. Oh, wait a minute. I actually kind of do. Shh. <laughs> so we need Luke to do a, a vlog of all the hidden... Um, secret no, areas. No, 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 because no, 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 that no. will extra make them take it away from us. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I forgot about that place in the park. We're never going to talk about them ever again. We're going to talk in code. Yeah, they're very secret. It's yeah. like, uh, oh, the fountains in front of Epcot. It's my favorite spot. <sighs> I freaking love Leave a Legacy. Yep. Oh, I don't even know what's going on there. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know this isn't a Disney podcast and we're going to talk about this in Disaster Dark, but I am so glad that Leave a Legacy is going. <laughs> so glad. Have you literally ripped all that out? Not yet, but they're going to. Oh, that's ridiculous. In a good way or a bad way? I just, what are you going to fill it with? Fucking food booths? No. Have you not seen the concept of art? I've seen a few flowers, but flowers are shit. They just do me head in. I mean, I would rather see flowers than big slabs of concrete. Are they going to post out the little faces back to all the families? Well, I was thinking that, like, what, like, people have paid for this, so I don't know how... Um, this isn't Disaster Dark. We'll talk about this in Disaster Dark, because <laughs> I've got a lot to talk about with it. But I will send the picture of the Jurassic Park coaster art to our group. If you're not in it, it's the After Dark Podcast Network group. Am I missing anything on the end of that? Uh, on no, Facebook yeah. so ask to join the group and we'll accept you into the group and then you'll be able to see all of these pictures that we're talking about but yeah it's going to take up an awful lot of space it will go a little bit into the lagoon um, but I can't see them reopening the the terrace on the lagoon outside the Discovery Centre not with that attitude <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe I'll just say they're not gonna and then they will and we just won't say anything yeah. <laughs> It'll be a little secret entrance to it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But it looks like um the games st- they're still not back. Am-, am I right, Brian? Have you been recently? I was there on the sixteenth to watch the book the uh, Mardi Gras and the Bush concert. Were okay. we asking that were there? The games that were in Jurassic Park. I wasn't oh. on Islands at the time. I just did Those? the studio center. Okay, so as far as I know, they're still not back, and I believe that they're going to be moved to the area in front of the Discovery Center now instead. And then the entrance to Raptor Encounter either has already moved or is going to be moving. I always get a turkey like this. Do you? Yeah. Disgusting. Sit on the wall, piss the manor off. I don't know anybody that enjoys turkey legs. Oh, I love them. You want to see me brother-in-law, he devours it. Yeah. I can't, he's I couldn't, mental. When I used to eat meat, I couldn't stand him. No. He, he sucks the, the, the juices out of the bone and everything. It's like, he's he's okay. like a dinosaur. On that note, anything else anyone wants to say about <laughs> Jurassic Park or Jurassic World or Potter? Well, the ride is under refurbishment, I think. Right, river like the River Adventure? Yeah, last like time I went, it was closed. 
Is it? Yeah, I'm sure I that I watched it. someone's Instagram story yesterday of them riding it. Oh, shoot. Okay, I gotta go on And that. I feel like the dinosaurs looked fresh. Ooh. <laughs> <French> paint. <laughs> nice. It does, yes. it, does, it does need... Like, I'm glad if that is the case, that's what's happened. I'm glad it's happened because as much as I love it, it does look like it needs a refresh. Yes, but not a Jurassic World kind of refresh, just a regular Jurassic Park kind of refresh. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so thank you so, so much for joining us, Brian. It was very educational. I'm very excited to do these tours. I'm very excited for Luke to go and film them. Thank um, you. Where can people find you, Brian? Um, they don't have anything on social media, so then they then, <laughs> then <laughs> you're not a mystery. You can't. If you see him in the parks, just follow him. Yeah. He won't mind. <laughs> just stalk him a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> he knows where all the good tours are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trying to find the new ones. Yeah. Yes. Okay, thank you so much to all of you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We super, super appreciate it. And we'll be back in two weeks' time with another episode of Universal After Dark where hopefully we'll have some Halloween Horror Nights news. Did you, you say this After Dark? Universal After Dark. Oh, I don't know what she said. This after I'm going to have to listen to that. <laughs> she needs to be better drunk. Luke, you need to be on it. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I'll save it for the podcast, actually. But I'll tell you guys after. Okay. (laughs) Okay, see you next week. Bye. 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 EastEnders music. Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash disasterdark. That's P-A-T-R-E-R-N dot com slash Dark. As well as supporting the show, there are other goodies available, including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support. Network.